How to Maintain Healthy Eating Habits Welcome to Stewardship and Romance, a Biblical Marriage and Family Online Training Center. In this episode, we're going to share with you some of what we've learned in regards to maintaining healthy eating habits. As you put these things into practice, don't be surprised if in a short time you begin to experience more energy, a better pH balance, a healthier weight, and better blood levels. If you're still single, we encourage you to start practicing this healthy eating right now so that you don't have to face the issue after you're married. Okay, let's begin episode four, how to maintain healthy eating habits. As we've said before, everything we teach is based on biblical principles. The one we want to underscore here is that as children of God, we are stewards, not owners, of our bodies. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, Paul teaches, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, so glorify God in your body. Our bodies are made to be inhabited by the Holy Spirit. We are owner-occupied. Therefore, since He is the occupant, whatever we choose to do with our bodies should be pleasing to Him. He is the owner. We are the stewards. Stewarding is similar to house-sitting. The house doesn't belong to you, but you care for it as if it were your own. Likewise, our bodies do not belong to us, but God has entrusted them into our care. Each act of caring for our bodies is a means of glorifying God a means of giving him honor and praise. 1 Corinthians 10 says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So what does glory mean? Glory means honor, praise, and admiration. We want to honor God in all that we do, which includes our eating. So with that as a backdrop, let's talk about some practical ways we can glorify God through our eating. One of the first steps you can take to better health is to reduce your intake of free sugars. According to Cancer Treatment Centers of America, we eat more refined sugar today than our parents and grandparents did three decades ago, which has resulted in increasing obesity rates among adults and children. The World Health Organization recommends adults and children reduce their intake of free sugars to less than 10% of their total energy intake. I'll say that again. Reduce sugars to less than 10% of total energy intake. It goes on to say that a further reduction to below 5%, which equates to about 6 teaspoons per day, would provide additional health benefits. So, at the end of the day, we need to be eating no more than six teaspoons of sugar per day for optimum health. So what are free sugars anyway? Free sugars are sugars added to foods and drinks by manufacturers, cooks, or consumers, such as high fructose corn syrup, and also sugars found naturally in honey, syrups, and fruit juice. Sugars that are not classified as free sugars are those found in fruits and vegetables and in milk and products such as plain yogurt and cheese. According to the Mayo Clinic, too much added sugar of all kinds can contribute to unwanted calories that are linked to health problems such as weight gain, 
type 2 diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and high triglyceride levels. All of these boost your risk of heart disease. Here's a quote from a recent article in Healthline. Research shows that sugar can be even more addicting than cocaine. Sugar activates the opiate receptors in our brain and affects the reward center, which leads to compulsive behavior, despite the negative consequences like weight gain, headaches, hormone imbalances, and more. Studies suggest that every time we eat sweets, we are reinforcing those neural pathways, causing the brain to become increasingly hardwired to crave sugar, building up a tolerance like any other drug. Some say that the way to lose weight is simply to eat less and exercise more. However, that's not the complete answer. It's much more about reducing the overall sugar intake, especially refined sugar. Eating more sugar than the body can handle produces weight gain, lethargy, depression, disease, and inflammation. So how much sugar do we really need? According to the World Health Organization, only 10% of our diet should be sugar. It's 10% for everyone, not just those who are obviously overweight, but for those who are skinny as well. In a recent release study, it was found that skinny people can be fat on the inside and not even know it. In fact, skinny people could be at an even bigger health risk than was previously thought. People can still carry fat around their vital organs despite not appearing to be overweight. Researchers in the United Kingdom discovered that fat builds up around abdominal organs, including the heart and kidneys. This is called visceral fat. It can act as a silent killer because people can have a lot of it and still appear thin. So, healthy eating applies to every one of us. To be healthy inside and out, you need to eat healthy food, not deprive yourself of food. You don't have to starve yourself to lose visceral fat, reduce weight, reduce inflammation, or achieve healthy cholesterol. Just eat smart on a regular basis. And we'll get into some of the specifics on that in just a moment. But first, let's talk about the quickest way to start feeling better right away. Drink plenty of fresh water. In studies, dehydration has been associated with increased fatigue, anger, and confusion, as well as mood problems and decreased vigor. You need to be well hydrated for your cells to work properly. Drinking water also helps maintain a healthy heart rate and blood pressure. Drink plain water in a recommended amount for 3 or 4 liters per day. Other permissible fat-burning beverages include 1 or 2 cups of unsweetened green tea per day and organic coffee, black, uh, 1 or 2 cups per day. You'll need to reevaluate all the other beverages that you drink. Limit sodas, juices, sports drinks, energy drinks for two main reasons. Number one, the sugar in these products inhibit the body from absorbing water. And number two, none of these products contain the fiber needed to inhibit sugar as fruit does. Also, limit energy drinks, including zero-calorie sweetened waters. These contain artificial sweeteners and additives that may cause water retention, digestive upset, gastric inflammation, and bloating. 
As far as sweeteners go, use organic stevia leaves. It's an herb, and we've got a link to that, which you can find in the show notes of this episode at the end. All right, now let's discuss foods. First, make fiber-rich foods part of your diet. The fiber in fruit, mainly found in its skin, suppresses your appetite to prevent overeating and weight gain. According to the Mayo Clinic, eating fiber-rich foods has lots of great benefits. It normalizes bowel movements. It lowers your cholesterol levels. It helps control blood sugar levels. And uh, eating fiber-rich foods aids in the achieving of healthy weight and helps you live longer. As much as possible, eliminate processed foods. These products should be avoided because of the added sugar, sodium, coloring, and preservatives they contain. Even products with artificial sweeteners such as diet pop, protein bars, and shakes should ideally be eliminated from your diet because they are not obviously appreciated by the body. And they show up in in uh, the way of water retention, gastric upset, and bloating when we use them. Next, eat plenty of green leafy vegetables. Oftentimes, people are overweight due to water retention. Green leafy vegetables help shed water and optimize the acid-base balance in the body for efficient fat burning by providing plenty of potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Be aware of broccoli and cauliflower as they can cause bloating in susceptible people. Stick with these in smaller servings. Limit dairy foods. While dairy is a great source of branched chain amino acids, calcium and vitamin D, it can inhibit fat loss in those people who are sensitive to dairy. Some people do fine on dairy. However, and monitoring individual responses to dairy is necessary. Choose clean carbs and pay attention to gluten. Some people may need to be aware of the gluten containing containing grains like whole wheat breads, pastas, and cereals, since they can cause slight to moderate allergic reactions. This kind of metabolic dysfunction can disrupt the ability to burn fat. Instead, choose mostly hypoallergenic carbohydrates such as yams, potatoes, brown rice, quinoa, beans, squash, zucchini, and eggplant. Choose fruits like melons, apples, pears, grapefruit, and berries. Those are also clean carbohydrate choices. If you're often fatigued or trying to lose some weight, we recommend that you only make dietary changes that you can sustain for the long haul. Let's take a look at what the Bible has to say on this subject. In the book of Daniel, chapter 1, we find an example of a simple but very successful diet. Daniel was offered the king's rich food and wine, but he wisely replied, quote, Test your servants for ten days. Let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance and the appearance of the youths who eat the king's food be observed by you and deal with your servants according to what you see. So he listened to them in this matter and tested them for ten days. At the end of ten days, it was seen that they were better in appearance and fatter in flesh than all the youths who ate the king's food. So the steward took away their food and the wine they were to drink and gave them vegetables. 
and when they when they said fatter in flesh they didn't mean that they were overweight it means they were at a healthy weight if you need some guidance with this there's a book we recommend it's called the daniel plan 40 days to a healthier life by rick warren this is not a fad diet or anything weird just try it for 40 days and see what happens you can also check out the other products in this same series, which you can find in the show notes of this episode, or simply by going to stewardshipandromance.com slash Daniel Plan. Here's some other tips. Avoid the center of the store. And that's where all the bad stuff is. So just go around that, then you won't be tempted. Uh, another one would be, as you're looking at labels, if you can't read it, you shouldn't be eating it. Another tip would be watch for products loaded with sodium or sugar. Too much sodium increases the risk of high blood pressure, and we've already talked about the dangers of sugar. Don't keep unhealthy food in your home. If it's not there, you won't be tempted to eat it. Another tip would be to take your time when you eat. Chew carefully. Give your digestive system a little extra help on the front end. And lastly, eat until you're full. Your body knows when it's full, so don't ignore that warning sign. You are full now. It's time to stop eating. Here's some other scriptures that are related to eating. Proverbs 25:16 says, If you have found honey, eat only enough for you, lest you have your fill of it and vomit it. 1 Corinthians 6 says, I have the right to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. I will not be mastered by anything. 1 Corinthians 10 says, No temptation has overtaken you. That is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. All right, let's review the 10 main points from this episode. First, your body belongs to God. He is the owner you are the steward of it. Secondly, reduce your intake of free sugars. Drink plenty of fresh water. To be healthy inside and out, you need to eat healthy food. Reevaluate all other beverages that you drink. Make fiber-rich foods part of your diet. Reduce or even eliminate processed foods. Eat plenty of leafy green vegetables limit dairy foods and lastly choose clean carbs and pay attention to gluten right so those are 10 great things to remember now here's some action steps that you can take today or this week that'll get you started first tell god that your body belongs to him and ask for his help in stewarding it well we're going to pray together in just a little bit Secondly, remove from your home all sugary drinks and at least some, if not all, processed foods. We had to do that in our home. We just took all the pop out, even juice. Juice is loaded with sugar too. It all went away so that we weren't tempted to eat it. Another tip would be next time you shop, avoid the middle of the store. Stock up on whole foods such as fresh vegetables and fruits can eat as much of those as you want. Keep a container of fresh water with you wherever you go and drink as much as you can. So I take a liter of with, with me when I am traveling and just drink it throughout the day and 
drink more when I get home. I'm always drinking water. And lastly, if you need some guidance, the plan we recommend is called the Daniel Plan, 40 Days to a Healthier Life by Rick Warren. And you can find that, of course, in the show notes of this episode or going right to the website, and you can get it there as well. All right, we are going to pray together, and Meg is going to lead us. Okay, now we're going to pray, just because sometimes when you hear about, you know, the whole topic of food and discipline and, you know, choices that we have to make, it can be a little overwhelming. So I just want to take a moment just to pray for you right now. And um, so let's do that. Lord Jesus, we just thank you that you have a way that leads to life and thank you that you have wisdom for us in the area of what we eat and disciplines that you want to put in our lives and we pray that there would be no condemnation over anybody that's hearing this right now but there would be um, faith released and obedience released over our lives that we could walk in faith and be led by the Holy Spirit on what to apply and what to throw away. So we just ask you to, to right now just share vision and revelation with those listening, that there would be strength coming and uh, the ability to really walk out what you're calling them to in the area of diet, exercise, and um, disciplines in their lives. And we pray against legalism or anything like that that would be put on them, but a freedom in Christ that just comes from simple obeying every day, just the little still small voice of the Holy Spirit, little choices that we make. And then more faith is released because we've made steps of obedience. So release that, release uh, health over those that are listening that there wouldn't be um, sicknesses or things um, causing just, I don't know what the word is, just confusion over people. So many voices out there. So we just pray that there would be a, a clarity in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's say our rallying cry together. By the Holy Spirit, I can do it. One, two, three. By, By the, the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit I, I can, can do it. it.